Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC, whose main club sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again, everyone, and uh, this is another lockdown chat with uh, Richard and Stevie, and uh, we're not going to focus on anything particular today. It's just going to be a general chat. But I'd just like to let you know that uh, if you've taken part in uh, our podcast and indeed listening to them, it's really become quite a bit of a thing because we're now on YouTube, iPlayer, LinkedIn, all sorts of platforms, Alexa. If you've got an Alexa, if you ask it and say, Alexa, play Belmont Banter podcast. And if you know the episode, just say the episode and it comes up. It's quite fantastic. So it's not just uh, one man and a dog listening anymore. It's uh, quite a few people, which is really lovely. Just to let you know that coming up in the next few weeks, we've got uh, Kevin Fuel, we've got um, Andy Keir, Adrian Burrows, and then I'm talking to, uh, with the hope of getting them on, some ex-players, Andy Skinner, Mark Jackson, Steve Hearn, Marlon Button, Steve Marshall, uh, Russell Mason and ex Whitstable Times scribe Nigel Munson. So we've got some good ones in the background. So you two, how are you both? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Tony. Good, good. And you, Rich? Yeah, fine, mate. Yeah, put a few pounds on over Christmas, you know, I mean, with the puddings and uh, turkey and God knows what, pigs in blankets. You pigs know, in blankets. Yeah. I've had them. Still lots, still lots of cheese left over for uh, to finish up before the new year, you know. Um, but, while I've got yeah. you in full flow, Rich, what about your post boxes? What's happened there? Oh, uh, sort of a well, there's only 40 odd in Whitstable Town, so I ran out, you know. So, uh, and you can't really go anywhere now, you know. Uh, it, it was suggested that I would start taking photographs of Christmas lights, but that meant me going out in the evening. But I've sort of uh, eased off it a bit now. But say that, I still get pictures sent to me, and I am on a Facebook page, something like the Red Phone Box and the Post Box Society. Yeah. How wonderful. How do you, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> you, you must send me the link to that. You must send me the link. I can tell you where all the phone boxes are in, in Whitstable, and ironically, one of them is one number out from my actual home phone number, which is really weird. Yeah, I'm not going to say what one, I'm not going to say what the number is. <laughs> Weird one. And what about you, Stevie? How's your football team been uh, performing? Well, I've not been doing anything as exciting as Richard there, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, Southampton they've um, they've, t- they've 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 gone off the boil a bit. We got into the top three, and now we haven't won in four games and can't score a goal to save our lives. Yeah, it's heady, heady days when they when you get up um, to three, isn't it? I mean, it's happened yeah. to all of them. You've had Tottenham up there, Leicester up there. Uh, and now we've got Aston Villa like hanging on the coattails as well, so it's quite incredible, isn't it? It's really open that top ten, other than uh, other than Liverpool, who are probably going to run away with it again. The rest is really close. I mean, who would have put Man United in second place? Yeah, agreed. a month ago. Yeah, you wouldn't have, wouldn't have, would you? I mean, no. they just won three on the trot, and all of a sudden it's a different picture, isn't it? it? Does make a difference. It does make a difference. And if you start looking at our league, I know we're hardly any way into it. But the same thing applies. Two or three games, two or three wins, and all of a sudden it all changes. Yeah, indeed. It's very open. As and when we'll ever start again, who knows? Yeah. And what well, they'll decide to do. Can they really null and void it for another season? I don't know. I don't know either. And what about you, Rich? What do you think of the football situation? Well, I, I think it's going to go three ways, Tony. I, I, don't, I don't think they'll null and void it because it put a lot of clubs out of existence, mate. I mean, that's, that's the, the drawback there. 
the, the annoying thing is, is that I worked, I, I looked at the um, Trident pyramid sort of system. There's 221 clubs, I think there is, involved. Yeah. yeah. And if if the if the Premier League like put down 10 million pounds, say, just for those 221 clubs in the Northern Premier, Southern Southern League, and the Ismian League. Each club will get about fifty thousand pound out of seeing through, yeah. Now you yeah. can't tell me that ten million pound is a lot of money for it at the Premier League clubs. I mean, all it means is then donating half a million pound each, yeah, which is probably someone's wages, you know. Oh, good point. You know they want to do it. I mean, my, how I can see it go is either one, they don't start the league again, which I think will put a lot of clubs in jeopardy. Two, which I think they'll do is they'll just play everyone once, or the other way is to split the leagues into the East and West and play each other twice and you know have an 18 game season yeah you know like all sort of local derbies i think they might go along that everyone plays each other once because at the moment we, i think we played nine games haven't we but we played vcd once so maybe that'll be scrubbed and then you know we've got we're now going to have a sort of like a, a 12 game 12 game left at the end of the season if you see what i mean you know i would, I would go with the, the playing each other once i think mm. that's the way to go the difficulty there and i'll throw this at you both is that that playing each other once, are they going to be home or away? Luck of the draw. Yeah. The yeah, draw. I, I think I think they can they can work that. I'm sure they can, some, someone's got a computer somewhere and tap a few things in and they can work that out between them. I'm sure they can, you know? Yeah. Sure yeah. That, can, that, that can work, without a doubt. And even, even if you turn around and say, OK, what we do, we'll share the, we'll share the gates between, you know, like they're doing the FA Cup, do it that way. So that way, no one, no one loses out. You know, you know, you know. If we had a big game at, say, home to Herne Bay, and I mean, it might only be a limited to four hundred, and then like, uh, and, and then you're away to, I don't know, Phoenix, where you know the crowd's going to be fifty, and they're not going to make anything out of it. So it might be, there's it, it, surely ways around it, you know. Yeah, I can see where it's coming from. Yeah, but with this, I quite end, like um, another option. I quite like that I had mentioned to me was forget what we've done this season, take what was played last season and finish it because it came to a halt in what, March. You'll have time to finish it. You know, a lot of clubs will go, oh, no, it's totally different. It's another season. We've changed teams. But I think you just I've got... got, to... I've got I can't see East Grinstead going for that summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever happens, it's going to be winners and losers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just got to accept it's an unusual time, find a way to get a conclusion. But with this impending further lockdown, uh, I, I mean, obviously, we're not going to start football again because of the tiers at the moment. Nobody's no. going to come into tier four. They're not allowed to. And we don't. We can't go into tier three and tier two. What's going to happen? It's bizarre. Uh, well, I can't see it being any football until middle of February at the earliest, Tony, to be honest with you, which yeah, will then February. leave you, if, if you're then left with, what, um, say March, April, May, three months. This is why I'm thinking if you play each other once, in, in, in essence, you've got 12 games to play in three months, which is doable. Bit of a strange one, isn't it? Whatever way you go, it's not going to work for everybody, is it? I can tell no, Richard no. about this a lot, and he's coming over as a, a, a wise man, I think. He is. He is. <coughs> this, this, this is. This is because my, my, son's, my son bought a uh, football manager like for 2020, uh, <laughs> 2021, and got me involved in it. I'm now top of the table with Maidstone. Just want to let you know at the moment. You know. Oh, well done. Stevie, what about your Scottish connections? How are they doing? Clyde? Yeah. They're shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to rephrase that or is that, is, that, is that your answer? Do we do that again for the edit? Yes, Clyde, please. they're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit more tempered than the last comment. Yeah, good. <laughs> they're second from bottom at the moment. Wow. Um, 
Uh, where I did think they, they, they lost at home 4-2 to Airdrie, oh, who, uh, who I think are top three, top four. But, um, yeah. It's, it's only five teams in the league, Steve. It's... <laughs> <laughs> division is 10. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're still in the top 10, so that's all right. But they're finding it tough, I think. And where did they finish last season? I, don't, I can't remember now. Was it last season they came up or was that the season before? Like last season, it never finished. <laughs> oh, no, there you go. You see, like us, exactly yeah. the same. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. I mean, I only watch from afar, and I, 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 and I, I, I wait until they're doing well before I pay too much attention. This new signing that we've got—does anybody know anything about him at all? He's a half a Herne Bay fan, Richard. He's steady, steady. <laughs> Very good player, Tony. He, he scored. In fact, last year I think he scored a cracking, cracking one or two goals against us last year, mate. If I remember yeah. rightly. Yeah, I mean, what what I can gather, he. he um, he, he played your mid- midfielder, very, very skillful midfielder. Um, he's a big boost. I mean, what I can gather from the uh, the Herne Bay connection, they didn't really want to lose him, their fans. They, they were a bit upset to lose him. Yeah. But he wasn't getting the game time there. And and the funny thing was, as soon as we, as soon as, you know, the cat was out of the bag and we were going to sign him, then they suddenly started playing him. But then obviously all too late, you know. I, I think, you know, I think he'll come here, he'll get he'll get game time and he'll enjoy his football. I think playing for Whitstable is the type of team where um, players come here. It's, it's not so much the money, it's the fact that they do actually enjoy playing football. And I think they're very, pretty lucky where the sense of the um, the crowd's always supportive down here. Irrespective, you could have the worst game. Look at that 6-0. I mean, there's the odd one or two that will say, oh, you know, about the game. But generally, generally the, the crowd are very supportive. You won't get that at uh, you won't get that at Herne Bay. You've only got to look at Jack Delo. Jack Delo, big servant for Herne Bay for donkey's years. He had a stinker against us last year when we won three 0 He was hounded out of that club, and he basically jacked it in soon after. And then they were scrabbling around for a goalkeeper. And that's the, and that's where the difference is. I think our, our supporters really, you know, they they do take people very um very uh, supportive of, of the team. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's good. That I suppose that's where supporters comes from because you support the team, isn't it? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. good or whether it's bad, you've still got to be there to support rather than criticise. Well, I think what puts it into perspective is you look at the league this season, every single one of those top clubs, they've all had a hammering. Every one of them. Mm. I mean, who would have yeah. ever thought that Liverpool and Man City would have been letting in the goals like they did? Yeah. Mm. Quite incredible. Yeah, indeed. But um, yeah, as long I mean, as we, know, don't, we, we don't do it too often. No, no. no that's true. <laughs> every, every now and again is forgivable. <laughs> well, one, once a season. Once a season. Yeah. Well, we've had ours then. So, yeah, Lloyd's had his go. He can't have another one. No, he can't have another one. <laughs> Definitely not. No. It's surprising how many people talk to me about how Lloyd, when I'm chatting to them, not necessarily on air, sometimes off air, and how supportive they are and say... Um, what a good manager he is, where he's been at other clubs and so on. Um, so I think we're lucky to get him. He's quite a measured guy, isn't he, when he talks? He talks well about the game. He obviously he knows it in depth. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a well-liked chap. And just hope that, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what is, what do Whitstable consider success? Are we just, do we consider it just keeping us mid-table? I mean, since we've been, the seasons that we've had in the Ishmian, there haven't been many that haven't been relegation battles, is there? So no. success, really, if you can finish seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, that's good for us. I find it a very, very approachable tone. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he, he's on the end of a phone if you need to speak to him, sort of thing. I mean, obviously, I've, I've 
I'm in contact to it with him regarding the um, the trust fund sort of thing, you know, and that's which is building up quite well. I mean, I've spoke to him about the trust fund if he needs it during this uh, during this period. He said he's fine at the moment, you know. Um, I've spoke to Mike Cousins as well, you know, if there's any way we can help the club out in any sort of way. And they said, well, while they're not playing, that they're okay. But the money's there if need required. That's good. Um, I, I think, you know, we've say with Lloyd, I, w- I would like to see the club sort of maybe keep him like a, uh, for a good few years and sort of build something like they do at Folkestone, you know, with Nigel Cudgley, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a bit easy to, you know, keep chop-changing, chop-changing, chop-changing. I think Folkestone have proved the point. You don't have to, you know, they've been relegated with the same manager. They've been promoted with the same manager. You don't have to keep chopping and changing sort of thing, you know? I mean, Lloyd's got a lot of good contacts. Just let him get on with a job like, you know? Yeah, good point. From my point of view, you say about relegation every year or battle for relegation. If, with about three or four games to go, we're safe, then that, to me, that, to me, is a good season. Mm. But, you know, we, we obviously want more. But everybody does. I mean, I'd love to see us go to the Ryman Prem, but only when we're in a position that we could actually compete. There'd be no point at all getting promotion and uh, then struggling. Just be no point at all. I mean, well, I'll, look, I'll take me, that. You take that. Let me put this to you. <laughs> I may have mentioned this before, but years ago I had a conversation with Richard Lawson after they had their, I think it was only one season in the Ryman Prem. He said to me at the time, it was the worst thing that could have happened to the club because they weren't ready for it. Financially, they weren't. They just weren't. Yeah. So it's a big step. It's a big yeah. step. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing, not just the, the travelling, but also the playing the players. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing that would benefit with us, and we, I mean, our crowds were increasing as, as we were going along, as we know, we were getting up to three, four hundred sort of a game sort of thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if we were, if we got promoted, right, round here, there is no other teams. The nearest other team round here would be Margate or, or Folkestone. So yeah. you could have a little bit of a catchment, really, with, with sort of other players, you know. But again, the problem would be paying the wages. I mean, we you know we know what Herm Bay are paying down the road. You know, ridiculous sums of money. You know, you, you could you could in in essence, if you did have some sort of wage wage structure, you could possibly attract players from other teams that were local to us. But if they're good enough for the Ryman's Premier, then that's another story sort of thing. You know. But is it all about money for players? No, I don't. I don't think so. And I think that they've proved that down at Whitstable. I mean, we, you know, we we know this players at Whitstable who could earn a lot more elsewhere. But you, you know, you know, you know, they can go down to Herne Bay and earn much more money. But a lot of it's for that sort of level, Tony. Is that they're enjoying their football? And I think, given anything, I'd rather enjoy doing so and get paid less, and and, in, and sort of have that sort of grind. Oh, I've got to get up and go and play for them sort of attitude. If you see what I mean, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. If you enjoy what you're doing, then you. The, Chances are you'll do it. You'll do it more and do it at the same place. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, so it's that balance, isn't it? And, and a lot of them, it's uh, it's only a little bit of pocket money. If they've got a half decent job, then uh, yeah. whatever they get is just put petrol in the car, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, without naming names, I could, I could, I can know, I know some players who like uh, someone off you an extra extra fiver, they'll be on, they'll be on their way, you know, and like and go. And from there, from that point of view, if they've got no loyalties and you. you fair play to them. I just think that the, the, the ethics we've got down at Whitstable at the moment, the way that he's bonded into a team, uh, you know, you know, you can look at that team and there's a <clears throat> there's a few of those players who could definitely play at a high level. But, yeah. I mean, I'll take it that they enjoy playing down there. I mean, they've got, you know, the, the pitch is a really good, decent pitch down there, like, and it's a good setup. They've got a good, good fan base. You know, the committee and everything's like it is now. It's, it's, it's all geared 
gear for what it is. And um, I just think players come to us because they enjoy it. Simple as. Well, one thing that comes out time and time again, whenever I'm talking to these people on on the podcast, is how inviting it is at the football club and also how good the pitch is. I mean, a lot of them Mm. have said, I mean, I had a comment the other day. When he was playing for the opposition, this was someone who's playing for Ramsgate, you'll hear it shortly, but he said, we love coming to Whitstable because we raised our game. And we raised our game for two reasons. Firstly, that stand, he said, amplifies the sound because it's so close to the pitch. It amplifies the sound. He said, when you've got a good crowd in there, you can really hear it. And also, he said, the Belmonts always had a good surface. And, he, and he, mm. without saying which one it is, you'll hear it. He's talking his own words. I don't want to put words into his mouth. He said, but our pitch was always a bit iffy. So we always look forward to coming to Whitstall. And it raised our game. He said, tough on you guys, because we were trying to play our best possible. But that's a compliment. I think that's a, a fantastic thing to hear. It is. And I was surprised. I did hear a complaint about our pitch. I think it is from Sheppy, a supporter yeah. uh, online about having a massive slope. I've never imagined that our pitch has a massive slope. Um, I mean, compared to their pitch, yeah, their pitch is like a bowling green at Sheppey. Yes, of course. (laughs) But obviously the person that was um, complimenting our pitch, it wasn't anyone from Whiteleaf, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that the one where it turned into a beach? (laughs) (laughs) Where's the one that we went to where corner flag to corner flag, the the drop is about 10 foot? Which one's that? Um, But they've got two yeah, Whitehawk. That's White the Hawk one. Yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. That is. Where Cray Wanderers used to play at Oxford Road. It's another um, one. That's that's a massive slope, isn't it? Yeah. On there. So uh, that's going yeah, back. I, I played on that. I played there, Steve. Yeah, there wasn't a slope till you played on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think we had a big old, big leather football and big old steel toe boots when I played, mate. And, and yeah. those. <laughs> I know. And, and, stud, and studs that you hit him with a hammer. I know the ones. That's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that game, we played there back in the old Kent League days when we was about 17, 18. We got off at Bromley South and I told him, yeah, he wasn't feeling well. I said, it's all right, it's not, it's not much of a walk. Just up the road. 45 minutes later, <laughs> he wasn't very happy. <laughs> but, no, it's good. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's, um, some of them, it's a bit of a journey to the ground, isn't it? Yeah, if you're doing public transport, it's always a, a bit fun. But um, uh, that's back in the day. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd go to a game by public transport now. I know Rich and a couple of the guys do when they're they're having a couple of sociable beers. Yes, so <laughs> Hastings. Yeah, Hastings. Yeah. Well, interestingly, they enough, never Steve... turn up. They never turn up to the game drunk. <laughs> well, Stephen McCartney, <laughs> who's uh, Kentish Football Online, he uh, he doesn't drive, so everywhere he goes, he goes by public transport. No, he's, a, he's a proper ground hopper. Oh, he is. He's an absolutely transport. top draw, yeah. I think he's only got one love in his life, and that's football. And probably I'll tell you what, then. Yeah? If that's the case, I bet you don't go to sitting ball often, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trying to get there. Yeah, true. That would be difficult. That's got to be a taxi yeah. job, is not it, from the uh, station? Yeah. Can't be any yeah. other way. Mr. Hastings this year, mate, you know, we, had the, uh, we got the minibus last year, got down there at some ridiculous time. Found a pub open at half nine, you know, got there, got back, went, watched the game, had a good old sing-song, and uh, I think we ended up with the Indian. I think you, you caught up with Steve when you come back then, oh, didn't we? Caught up with the Indian later on, yeah, yeah. And that was that was a really that was that was a really good day. I mean, apart from as you know, Tony at Hastings, that was the last game 
we played, wasn't it, last season before yeah. the shutdown? Yeah, that's and, where we, you know, we, we were. Drew, we drew one all, didn't we? No, we lost lost two one, but oh, they had two penalties. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah two penalties, which their their manager laughed at, which we were we were robbed there basically. But you know, it, there we go. But it was you know cracking day out. It really was. Oh, you know? I wish I wish you hadn't reminded me of that. That's I hate those sort of ones when you, you oh, and they're a good side, and we didn't yeah. let them. We didn't let them in the game, and the penalties. Well, the second one was just laughable. That was never yeah. Yeah. never a penalty. Never. Yeah, I, I, I really had the hump when I walked out the ground there. Dear, yeah, and it's a no, it, it, it swings and roundabouts. So you know, we we get some, you know, we get some. We do. We sometimes we don't. But we, you know, we've seen penalties down there. Think, what's he giving that for? You know, yeah, but otherwise, I, works I, other way, doesn't it? You know, I agree. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is FibreTech UK Limited. So if um, if Hastings, to my mind, were the best side last year that we played, did you do you feel the same? Going on last year's form? Yeah, uh, the, the last season, the null and void season, I think Hastings were definitely the best team in the division. OK. And um, so far this season, we can only go by the time, the sides we've played. Um, who do you think so far? Difficult to tell. I mean, it's got to be high, doesn't it? They beat us 6-0. Yeah, it's got to be high. <laughs> but no. Um, it's such an I don't know. From, from what I've seen of the teams, um, I think Cray Valley, personally, but I might be wrong. Of course, we haven't encountered um, Ashford yet, who uh, purport to be um, in in the mix. We haven't faced our near neighbours yet. So either side, either Faversham or Home Bay. So it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, it's dif- difficult now without seeing them yourselves. But uh, I just think going through the results, although obviously we, I mean, we should have beaten Cray Valley. That's another one where we, what was that, a 92nd minute goal? Yes. At home, one all? Yeah. We should have won that. And the previous, was it the previous week that it was East Quinstead? Yeah. I didn't go to that game. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Were we letting a late go? Oh, I went, Tone. I went that game, got wet. <laughs> got very wet. <laughs> I was at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember. I do remember. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It was to do with your, was it your grandchild's? Uh, uh, yeah. Grandson's first birthday. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. done. Yeah. So yeah. take him to the zoo. Do me a bit. Yeah, do your bit. He won't remember it, but you will. I will, because I remember that I missed a Whistable game. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be an opportunity to remind him at a later date. Yeah. Will. Well, yeah. I'll take him to a few just to make him suffer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Suffer like we all do. Yeah, I know. In the, in the wedding speech, Steve, that's what you want to bring up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few I'll, years I'll, off yet. I'll make a note. <laughs> Yeah, make a note. Make a note. I, I, I was I was reminded in my winning speech that I was the Battersea District Under Eleven um, chess champion. I think, or was wow. it uh, something like? You have to be very careful when you give the wedding speech for your daughter, and, and please that you don't do the same thing as I did. Now, my two daughters, Victoria and Rebecca, when they were little, I used to get their names mixed up, and I used to call them seriously. <laughs> this, is, this is the honest truth. I used to call them Vic Beck or Beck Vic. So it was it was a standing joke <coughs> in the family. So I stand up to do the wedding speech and introduced everybody, welcomed my son-in-law, who, by the way, is a great lad, no problem at all with him. He's absolutely sound as a pound. And I introduced my daughter as her sister. I had to do that, didn't <laughs> I? And, of course, everyone laughed because they thought it was a joke, but I died inside because I knew that I'd genuinely made a mistake. It was just horrible. Anyway, the whole day went off wonderful. It was a really good day. But apart from me making a big gaffe, 
So don't do that, lads, that's for sure. I remember that, so Yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah, because you've got a daughter, haven't you? One or oh, two. two. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I, I haven't got to do it sometime yet, to be honest with you, but there we go. You, know, no, you really never know what's around the corner, do you? No, you don't. You don't. Uh, so we're still in lockdown, obviously, and no football. So what have you guys been doing with your Saturdays then and your Tuesday nights? Any... Nothing. Not a lot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I've been up to. I'll, I'll go first. So Saturday we did meet up for a, a social distancing drink, me and Steve. Yeah, okay. Uh, <coughs> just before we went to Tier 4, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, just before we went to Tier 4. <coughs> and and before we went to Tier 4, we, we, we met up with a drink and uh, all sat miles away from each other, discussed, you know, discussed the, the ways of the worlds and was watching some swimmers, if I remember rightly. Yeah. But then I've taken up on Tuesday nights. So I've um I was invited along to start playing walking football. Yes. So I'm uh I'm, I'm now well you can't do it in tier four, but in tier three I was playing started doing walking football, which is really good fun. Really yeah. is, you know what I mean? It's all over all over forties, and it's quite it's quite quite physical. Not physical, but you know um not. Lot, lot of work involved. Do you think I oh, was just strolling around doing nothing? But no. I shouldn't have been the one doing a lot of strolling, if you know what I mean. You know. But uh, that was tier three, tier tier four, tier four. Tony's literally um, waking up, going for a walk, eating, watching a film, eating, watching a film, going to bed. That seems to be the uh, seems to be the, cu- the cusp of it at the moment. You know. It's about standard for the day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no dice football. Can't even, you know, that's it's where, we, where we stand at the moment. Yeah, yeah no, I know. It is very frustrating, isn't it? I don't, I don't know if it's an in, indication of how sad we all are that our lives revolves around football so much, but it is, it's just how it is, isn't it? Without yeah. football and pubs, where are we? <laughs> what a nation. Well, I, I, can't, I can't get into watching football on telly, really. I mean, I, I, I enjoy watching the darts and posse other sports, but I don't know with the football. It just seems... You know, these big stadiums, you know, canned crowds. Yeah. I can't get on with that sort of thing. You know, it's not, not for me. You know, you know I, I am missing sort of going down, you know, sort of going down the park or just watching a game of football, really. Just yeah. missing it totally. And hence the reason why I visited the ground the other day and sort of stood by the gates, you know, the uh, welcome to Whitstable gates, stood there and uh, gave me three nil prediction and wandered off. I should have been here at three o'clock Monday. I, this is where I should be, you know. I was in, in, in the cart buying onion rings. There we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. I wish I had a picture of that. You standing behind the gates. There is one. There's one on Twitter, Stone. Oh, and, and God. Not, oh. not the one of me buying the onion rings. The one by the football ground, obviously. The one yeah. by the football ground, yeah. I want to see the one of you buying the onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I must... know you probably took a photo. Come on. <laughs> I, I just I, all I say the Tesco onion rings are better than the ones on the co-op, mate. Oh, I, say. <laughs> I was I was going to say that, but I didn't want to. I didn't know if you'd tried them yet. Well, I, I must I must pay a compliment to everybody that's been doing their bit down the ground because uh, I don't know what, how other clubs are getting on. Whether they've been focusing on making sure everything is all done and tidy and clean and everything, but certainly the Belmont looks absolutely sparkling, doesn't it? It looks really good. Well, when I, when I poked my head through the gate there the other day, it did look really in tip-top condition. It looked really, really good. No one working down there. It was a bank holiday, but the pitch looked absolutely superb. You know, it really did look in, in, in fine fettle. You know, so when we do go back, I think, you know, we can go back uh, go back running in sort of thing, if you yeah. know what I mean, you know? Yeah. And, and 
and it looks as if from the pictures I've seen online that he's done something <clears> with the um, the gasworks end, the stand. He's put some posters up or done something. Uh, I can't say I noticed that tone, but then I might have not been looking for it, mate. Really, yeah. obviously, I was just looking at the picture, really, looking at that way, you know. Obviously, they've lifted the nets from the goals and things like that, but that's yeah. about the only thing I'm sort of looking, looking in a different direction, really, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's all about um, it's all about getting ready, and uh, once we do get the call, it's still going to be. I mean, if they turn around now and said that we're going to be playing in two weeks' time or three weeks' time, what about these poor lads who are, you know can't even train? I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it? Well, no, I, mean, I, I think you're going to have to have a sort of a couple of friendlies. And I know we, they, they did try a line of game up against Deal, didn't they? And I yeah. think they tried the in-out match. I, I just think you're going to need at least a couple of friendlies just to get it so, to, to get back into it. So if they were to say, right, we're going to start on January the, the 12th, say, I, I think you've got to put two weeks onto that before you can start a league just to get players trained up again and, um, you know, fully fit and, and maybe still a couple of friendlies in, you know? Yeah. It is it is a time sensitive thing, isn't it? There's no doubt about that. It really is. Oh well, we're we're ruminating about the if if what's and maybes. We just don't know what's oh, going to happen, do we? No idea, have we? No, which is a shame. It's uh, it's all part of um, the crazy world we're living in at the moment. I mean, I don't really know what to say about that. It's just virus thing has just kicked everyone all over the world, isn't it? Everyone. Ah, oh, it's, yeah, it's nobody would have thought, you know, given a, a year ago that we'd be sitting here. No football, no nothing. No. Um, when did it? I mean, well, it started coming to light about this time last year, wasn't it? Yes, it did. Um, yeah, just but, just yeah. after Christmas. And, and even then, then, people were still going, oh, you know, it, it's just like everything before. Yeah, just like, like the flu, it's whatever. not going to affect us. And, uh, and, yeah. They'll have a bit of it out in Asia and yeah. it won't come here. And yeah, we'll get a couple of cases and then and then yeah. here we are. So. And then this new variant as well. I mean, the good news today is just they've, they've got this vaccine there, aren't they, which is easy to produce and like uh, can be kept at a decent temperature which they're going to roll out and they reckon by april everyone would have had a sort of shot of it so um good. you know that's 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 a good thing i mean all i can remember this time last year tony i was just about to my daughter was just about to go traveling to asia and you know she went out to uh vietnam and thailand philippines bali and all that cambodia and i just remember trying to get her home at the end of march was an absolute nightmare absolute nightmare you know the the, the airlines were putting the prices up ridiculous amount of money you know they were absolutely uh skimming it like they really were the airline taking advantage of a situation which they shouldn't have done you know everyone was in the same boat but they were just take total advantage of it which yeah, was people, totally wrong to do, you know? all right lads well i think um in in all honesty we can wrap that up now and um i'll can this up and go it'll, it'll go out within the next few days anyway i'm not going to hold on to this for long because it's a pretty relevant chat all about what's happening now so it's silly to hold it on for two or three weeks so uh, hopefully in a two or three days it'll be up and i'll let you two can, I, can I just say one thing that i think we should give a little hat tip to ira jackson for yes. making his debut for grimsby and scoring oh nice yeah he's scored, he scored a couple hasn't he yeah he's done well yeah oh well done well done ira yeah certainly include that in the uh well say that he's, um, yeah there we go he didn't he wasn't with us for long and he was young he's he's he's, he's got his head down he's worked hard which you have to do if you want to get up the levels yeah, got his chance. You know, I mean, obviously Grimsby aren't that great a side, but he's 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 in the mix there now. So um, good luck to him. Well done. Well, we'll leave it on that positive note, and I'll say uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And as ever, grab hold of your listening device, whatever it might be. I've just run through all the stuff you can hear us on every social media platform. Uh, just say 
um, all you need to type in is Belmont Banter Podcast and somewhere or other it will pop up. So thanks very much, everyone, and we'll catch up with you again next time. Take care. Cheers. Have a happy new year, son. Oh, yeah. Happy new year to everyone. Well done, Cheers. Rich. Well done, Steve. Thank you, yeah. lads. Bye now. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fiber services to the telecoms industry, specializing in optical fiber provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter. For news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.